It works there, no? Ah, oh, look, I'm pink. I'm pink. I'm pink. That doesn't look good, does it? Anyway, it is what it is. Do you like my big wall? It's got a bit of paint on the top there. Do you know what I did? I don't know if you can hear me properly. Let me just check. It's funny. <clears throat> I'm a little bit early as well. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Would you, would you even thought of it? Huh? Would you have even thought it? Who knows? I don't know if you can hear me. I'm sure you can, but I need to check if I can. I'm sure there's a way on here, you know, of doing this stuff. But I'm just not very um technical. So if there is anyone technical struggling right now, uh, because I'm not technically gifted. Well, when you say technically gifted, what are you referring to, Mr. Appleyard? <laughs> I'm not technically gifted like that, that's for sure. Um, just checking, checking if you can hear me, because I can't see comments on crap. I'm probably in the wrong place. Oh, there's some comments. Yeah, evening, evening Facebook user, uh, 11.54. I don't know who said that, but I'm just trying to find out, because apparently if I go onto YouTube, um, I'll be able to see it easier. But I saw this live earlier with, I think, Phil in it, Phil doing it, it was brilliant live. I wish I was as good as that. I really wish I was as good as that as that. Do you see my wall? Yeah, on the background here. Um, that there was uh, a bit of green screen. Yeah, and I I purchased some green screen. It's John. It's John. How you doing, John? And it was cheaper than a, a whole pack. Is that? It's working. It was cheaper than a whole pack. You're gonna buy like a a set yeah a set with like a camera not a camera but a tripod and plastic and shit in it and a bit of green screen it was like 50 quid i bought some green screen from a shop a cotton shop 3.99 money saving tips yeah money saving tips get it from here get it from get it for free from here yeah you get it for free um that goes without saying money saving tips family court tips gosh you know what i just give it to you all Give it to you all. So tonight I'm doing this because I said I'll be doing a see you next Wednesday, see you next Tuesday on a Wednesday. And um, I forgot about it. I've been so busy doing work and on the phone and this and that and everything else popping up. Um, and then it got to like 10 o'clock or whatever. And I was like, shit, I need to be doing this stuff. So I did it and I'm doing it. So um, this is mainly for people when they wake up in the morning. It's mainly for my benefit anyway. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, and I do it because I want to do it. And hopefully, if there's like any like sort of night people who can't sleep, this will get you to sleep. This will help you sleep. I'm that monotonous. We have a schedule. We have a schedule. 15 minutes for each section. So that's why I'm a little bit early. So starting from midnight, we're starting a schedule, you see. We're going to talk a little bit about politics and, and dads and mums. And obviously, it wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about that because that's the main thing that's my life um parental alienation impacts of that on children um i saw i saw something earlier that i want to share with you that's 15 minutes and then we've got a little bit about romance yeah and how to hold down a relationship or how maybe not to hold down a relationship either or romance is on the on the, on the books tonight if we make it that far we may not get past the first section but if we do great and then we're going to find out for just for the, how to find love if you want it in your life. If your relationship that you've just come out of just now, actually we wouldn't be watching this, a lot of you watching this, um, would be watching this from maybe the father's rights group. Would you want to find love again? I certainly don't. Um, <laughs> and then we've got a section about the boys, for the boys. Someone suggested this to me earlier. They pointed out the stats, and it was, it was a female. Yeah, it was a female. And they pointed out the stats that um, there's more male narcissists recognized in the UK, diagnosed, did you know, in the UK, than there are um, females. I just said there's, that's something wrong with the stats there. Um, maybe females can hide it a little bit better, maybe, they, I don't know. No, but ultimately, um, uh, a little bit of fun, a little bit of humor. Um, so a little section for the boys on how not to be a narcissist. Little lessons on 
how to behave yourself and how to show a little bit of love and empathy and acknowledge, firstly, most importantly, acknowledge when you've fucked up. Because what I've noticed over these last couple of weeks, so specifically in some ways aimed at me as well, is I'm getting a lot of fucking jibby-jabber. Jibby-jibby-jibber-jabber. Jibby-jibby-jibber-jabber. And it's like, come on now, calm down. I couldn't punch my way out of a wet paper bag. Let alone bloody argue with people. Life's too short. So we're going to come on to that a bit later. A little bit later. That's that's the last section, last little segment of the show. If we make it past the first section, section of the show, if we actually get on to that section of the show. But um, I want to firstly uh, recognise the fact that that live I saw earlier, which is an inspiration, to be honest with you, I think, I can't remember who it was or what it was, I think Phil Watkins, I think it is. He's got a brilliant intro. It was like, and then he's talking good and you can hear actually what he's saying. He's he's really good. And, he, and, the, and the situation, the story, I only watched a little bit of it. Um, I've watched a bit of it before and it was really good. So that's what I need to do. If anyone wants to come onto here with me tonight, it's John. Oh yeah, I figured that out, John. Figured that. I can't see your name, it's just his Facebook user. But I can see Mark. How you doing, Mark? How you doing? Nice to see you. What I'm going to do, because we're going to invite people on here as well, yeah? So if you want to join me, if you've got something to say, if you agree with what I'm saying or disagree with anything I'm saying, um, feel free to um, disagree with me in person and get on the live with us and, you know, tell me I'm wrong. I'm quite happy to be taught a lesson. If I've got an opinion, if I'm uh, wrong about it, then please, by all means, do get on and tell me. You have got every right to tell me that I'm wrong. I am humble enough to say when I'm wrong and acknowledge when I'm wrong. Um, and if I've got an opinion that is wrong and I can't be any more clever. So there's some links there. It's on Facebook, so you have to flip between the two. Um, it might be on YouTube as well. I'm not sure because I'm not looking at YouTube. Um, I don't think my internet could handle that, to be honest with you. Internet speeds are not what they should be. So the reason I'm still, just in case, is why? Well, hey, can I get onto the first section? I mean, look at me, keeping an eye on the time. Look at that. Yeah, um, I look like I'm pink, so I do apologise, but I've just had a shower. I'm fresh as a daisy, a newborn daisy, should we say, because um, ultimately, I've got to get the first train out of uh, Houston tomorrow morning, or oh, in a few hours' time, uh, 5.31, I believe. So I'm visiting folk up in Manchester, Manchester, not for doing not for doing anywhere or seeing anything or doing anything exciting, but for going to court. And we've got a big, big hearing happening tomorrow, the final part of a big hearing happening tomorrow. And I've got to be on that first train. So if I'm having a nap, it's on the train. Yep, I've had a shower. I'm ready. I'm good. I'm ironed. I'm freshly creased. I wonder if I look like this at quarter past four when my taxi driver comes to pick me up. Because let's not forget, folks, I'm still out in the middle of nowhere where you try and get a cab from out here at midnight when it says 24-hour cabs. You check it, put Swanley 24-hour cabs in to Google. It will give you a list of fucking at least 10, right? At least 10. You call them up within 24 hours, 4 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, because I need a cab. And there's no cabs. And it's one person in his car and he's in bed. So you can't rely on the old 24-hour thing. So what I did this time, you'll be happy to know, especially the ladies in my life that tell me to be um, organised and plan forward thinking, as women are very good at that. Um, I've ordered my cab already. So I've got a little bit of a personal cab. Yeah, he, he has to put up with me. He lives somewhere in that direction. Um, and he's he's quite cool because he's he drives around and he's picking me up. I'm giving him the money. He's a proper taxi driver. But he, he picked Lila up the other week. And I took Lila to um, wherever it is she went. Uh, that's somewhere. Where did she go? Bexley Heath, Beck, Black Heath, I don't know, one of the two. But he took her back over there. And yes, I trusted him to take my daughter over there. My daughter was like, can you come with us? Can you come with us? I'm like, no. Because <laughs> it means I've got to come back. It's going to cost me more money. So I said, no, you go yourself. You just go by yourself and enjoy yourself. And the taxi driver will not touch you. He didn't touch her, obviously, because I would he wouldn't be my taxi driver still. But that's what she was worried about. Anyway, we digress. So politics, DWP, oh my God. Yeah, right. Now, I'm a small business. I'm a, I'm a limited company. I'm a legitimate limited company. Um, it's called Apple What's It Limited, yeah? That's what we are. And 
how I got into this was by fluke. By, well, not really by fluke. I've been helping people since 2013, 2014, like just helping people through family courts and whatnot. One case a year, two cases a year, maybe three, if that. And then I was made redundant and I was doing that for free. So then I was made redundant and I was like, going for job interviews and shit, right? And it was like, hmm, not getting the jobs for the first time in my life, going to job interviews and not getting the jobs. It was either that I was the job, the jobs I was going for were too, I was too good for, they were saying you're overqualified or they were saying I wasn't qualified enough for the position. And that for me was, and it was the most difficult time for me because I'm like, I have never not worked. But I didn't really have a skill set and I don't really have a skill set because I spent my whole life doing retail. Didn't really do anything else. Didn't expect a, a pandemic to wipe out half of retail or didn't expect the internet to wipe out retail. It did and it has and it's going to and it continues to and it will do. That's the future, whatever. You've seen, and I, this is why I was so... That's why I moan a lot because I, I'm really passionate about service and that doesn't mean that I get it right all the time because I don't. Um, but it does mean that I'm really, I keep an eye on it. I keep an eye on it. And I keep an eye on the service that I get better than I keep an eye on the time. That's good to know. Um, so what is it? Oh, yeah. So basically I've... Where was I? Come on now, stick with it, Jason. Where are you? Yes. Okay. Right. So, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing. I need to stop. I need to stop digressing. Don't I? That's what I need to stop doing. I need to stay on topic. I'm saying that to someone that I'm coaching um, for court and stuff, and I'm not saying you've got to stick to the point. You've got to stick to the script. You've got to just stick. Say less words is more. Less is more. I need to take a bit of my sort of advice, don't I, really? But there you go. What can you do? Okay, so yeah, so I don't even know what I was saying. Yeah, so oh yeah, so I felt how I fell into this, right? So then I was like, well, redundant. I had my redundancy money. I had my redundancy money. So I was like, okay, I'll live. By the time that redundancy money runs out, I'll have found myself a job. No problem. I've got a little bit of savings in the bank. I'll take that as well if I need it. That dwindled down bit by bit, bit by bit. I probably didn't help. It was sunny. I was visiting pubs because I wasn't working. I didn't do much to save, let's be honest, let's be honest, I'm, yeah. And I was like running out, running out. And do you know what I thought to myself? At this time, at this particular moment in time, I was um, an admin of this this group. It's now called, um, it's now, I'm not gonna say the name of it, not to give it the decency of the name, but it's not called what it was. It was called Fathers Rights UK, which is why my group's called Fathers Rights UK Official, because I was the one, one of the two people who, who put that group together. I'm not gonna go there, it doesn't matter, it's all in the past for a lot, right? I wouldn't have met the people I've met today and be talking to the people I'm talking to today if I was still in that group that that was over there. And I'm grateful. And I'm grateful that I, I'm that what happened has happened. So and I don't hold it against them. I don't really care. I don't really think about them. So that's why I don't really want to talk about it. But this is the facts of the matter. So that's gone on over there. So I'm like, okay. So I've got this group here. I'm helping people. I know people don't McKenzie event. I've just created a business, which I was going to do my Apple Watch Limited was meant to be for podcasts only. And I'm shit at podcasts. I'm not being funny. I speak too fast. I can't pronounce my R's properly. I bit, I've broken my tooth and, I've, and I'm biting my tongue and I've got a swollen tongue. So now man, I'm speaking too fast, swollen tongue, all of it going on at once. <sighs> what chance do you have of understanding what I'm saying? Not much would be the answer, not much. But we digress again. So I had a business, I had a business bank account. It was open, I had a business certificate. I was like, right, well, I might as well just have, might as well just start charging people in. And I started charging people, but I started charging people ridiculously stupid prices, i.e. 300 pounds, 300 pounds for that, everything. Yeah, 300 pounds for everything. 200 pounds for everything. Yeah, why not, fuck it. That's, that's what I was doing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is a lot of work. I know I'm doing, I need to, it's not going to pay my bills, is it? So I was like, okay. So I ended up fucking putting the prices up and doing what I think is a fair, reasonable price for what people get and what I do for people, which is cool. And that's never going to change. It will always stay the same. 
but that's how I fell into doing what I'm doing now. And this is, I was either do that or go on to a scrap heap and claim benefits for the rest of my life. This leads me on to my point. With that, obviously, I was playing universal credit because I was paying my rent and stuff. With that, I was like, all right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn to, I'm gonna get a business to a business. Done everything they wanted me to do at the job center. So I was like, yeah, so I'm my business. Little did they know, I already had it all set up in my back pocket, all ready to go. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, ready to go, ready to go, no problem. And I just smashed it out, and we started going. And because <laughs> for the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, the government's giving me some money. I've been paying my taxes for this time. I might as well just whatever. So I made sure that I've earned just the right amount of money every month with the outgoings that I go out, that I still qualify for a little bit of a help from the government. And I'm able to help people with what I do because I pay for their C100s or I'll do their, or I'll do their, um, pay for their mediation. If I can keep people out of family courts, I will keep them out of family court. The amount of people that I've kept out of family court goes without saying by them going to mediation. And I paid for their mediation. I paid, I paid for it. So it's like, if I can do it, and that's because they can't afford it. But if I see something in a couple, or if I see something in something or someone, and I'm thinking, you're not feeling this, and and they're still there, and it's, and it's a petty thing they're fighting over, and there's a way of fixing it. And I can see a way of fixing it, and I can see there's still, because it's about reading body language and stuff. Then I'm going to try and do that, and I'm going to try and keep them out of family court. Because all I'm used to, again, it's going about me being a better person, me trying to be a better person. Because all I'm used to, and I was saying this to someone the other week, all I'm used to, and all my brothers are used to, all my family are used to, is separation. Break up. Or you break up. Don't do anything to get back together. Fuck it. That's not what life's about. If you look at these pensioners like who really know what love is and through thick and thin and whatever, they they you know it doesn't happen anymore. Like you're getting people who are like dying in their eighties and whatever, and they're fucking they're still like they're still the same like they fucking come out of the world war one with. So I say respect to them, but that doesn't exist anymore in this world. It doesn't exist at all. So um, what I'm saying is ultimately is yeah I'm trying to keep people together. A bit like Silla Black, a bit like Silla Black. But the people down the job centre, I don't, don't like the fact that I'm giving money away. My canon doesn't like the fact that I give money away. I can't help it if I'm giving money away. It's the kind of guy that I am. So um, with that in mind, they're moaning at me. And they're moaning and moaning and moaning. Right? And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go to the bucket. I've got to go where I've got to go. I've got to go to, I'm now in Swanley. The other week they sent me to Dartford. That took, I couldn't drive, but it, it took 10 minutes in the taxi. Right? But if I was to get the train there, It'd take me like an hour. Don't tell them. I got a taxi. But I told them I got a taxi. Just be difficult. And the reason the reason I was difficult with them, and the reason I am continually difficult with them, is because they do my head in. And I could quite easily just walk away from them and say, do you know what? I don't. <laughs> if I wanted to, not put up with you lot all. And if they watch this now, they'll probably use it against me. If I wanted to, I, and I'm trying to get there. Trust me, I am. Because I don't like dealing with them. They put my. They ruin my day. Literally, if I could not have them in my life, I wouldn't have them in my life. So the people, and I've, and I've noticed, and I've, I've got thinking, the people in who work in public sector, work for the government, I, any government-run business, look at the service you get in that government-run business. And I was saying this the other week on a live, on a live. Family courts, look at the service you get in there. It's not very good. Look at um, the NHS. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not include in this because I think the NHS and the people who work in the NHS, most of them aren't English, by the way. Um, anyone who does not work in the anyone who works in the NHS, I, I, they're not included in this. They're the that is the pinnacle, I think, of the government-run industry businesses that gives you the best level of service you're ever going to get anywhere for your national insurance or whatever it is you pay. Yeah. And I think anyone who works for NHS, I respect you and I salute you and much respect. So you're not, you're not included in this because you are the best. You're the best. Yeah. But everyone else, everyone else, for example, doctors, doctor surgery, 
the receptionist on a doc doctor's surgery, how bad are they? When you're trying to phone up and get some help, they don't want to help you. Nah, nah, nah. So government, that's the government, no? Unless they're private, unless they're private, but government. Who else you got the government? Now schools are government, aren't they? Schools are government, I think. But they're pretty fucking wank too now these days, aren't they? They're not like schools used to be. And now I'm clearly getting old. But teachers aren't strict anymore. I remember being the best schools. I was at Riverside, Riverside Middle School. I went there for one year, funnily enough, out of the shadow of the rest of my family. Yeah, I'm doing a bit of a blog about this. As a co live I put it out there. But so I'm writing about it. So even from a young age, I didn't, I was six, moving away from my family. And that was because I was ashamed to be around them. Because I don't know why, because it, it, didn't, it wasn't a nice life. It was not a nice life. Nice life. My, my tongue. That wasn't a nice life. And I was always like trying to get away, trying to get away. So I went to a different school in year eight, because it was back then where I grew up. We had primary school, nursery, primary school, middle school, upper school. That doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. But the middle school I went to, college chief middle for three years. I was getting into a little bit of trouble there. In fact, I was going into a lot of trouble there. So I, I said to my mum, I said, oh, can you put me in Riverside? I don't know anyone there. I'll be, I'll be well behaved. I didn't like living in my older brother's shadow because he was named as Damien. And he's, bless his soul, he's a nice enough person. He's not the devil, apparently. Um, but he used to make out that he was the devil when he was a child. And he did the Ouija board and this and that and everyone else. And I was always in his shadow. And I've always wanted to be my own person. And I am my own person. I'm my own identity. I'm, I'm me warts and farts and all right simple but i moved to a different school and i was like they were like is this the same person is this the same human being because they were like that's not that where's jason the bad reports we've got he's perfect he's blah 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 blah, blah. i went to upper school <laughs> and i bumped into all the people that i was with in the college chief and i'm friends with them all now they're all nice enough people but I was getting into trouble with them. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm gonna go, I wanna go to Barrison Edmonds, I wanna go to Barrison Edmonds, I'm gonna go to Barrison Edmonds, I wanna get away from my brothers and family and shit. Got the bus, 15, what, 45 minutes to school or whatever, just down the road, no, it's like just down the road. No, it's not, it's Barrison Edmonds. So I went to Barrison Edmonds, and again, year 10, 11, school by myself, away from my family, again, excelled, fucking, fucking more than excelled. And then obviously I had to drop out for sixth form to look after my family because um, my mum had a breakdown and stuff. So it's like, uh, that's, that school used to be, that's, where well, how do I get onto this subject? I'm just trying to think, what the fuck? I'm looking at my script over here and I'm thinking politics, oh, a DWP, that's it, government. So the school, how did I get onto that? I'm looking from that. Schools, I told you my whole life story because I'm talking about the DWP. My brain is scrambled, surely. But ultimately, well, the point I'm making is schools, they're not as strict as they used to be. Leave, let's leave it there, Jason. Stick to the script. If you're ever being cross-examined, folks, um, I'm not going to go any further. If you ever, that's a thing to think about. Um, yes, politics, DWP. So schools aren't as good as they used to be, but they're up there. They're still up there. They're just below, I think schools are just below NHS, yeah? But then what else have you got that's government run? What else have you got? Um, what else is there government run? Let me think. Ah, oh, child maintenance service. Ding -ding. What sort of service do you get in child maintenance service? What, what sort of service do you get there? Shit service again. That's what you get. Government run business. DBLA. Tax office. How long are you on hold for the tax office for? These are the things, right? These are the things. So, and they're all government run. Public service. Underground. London Underground. Ugh. It does my head in. Yeah. So you get some really good people. You're always going to get good people. But the majority are pretty pants, right? So they're all government run businesses. That's DWP. DWP. If you sign on, if you've had to spend a lifetime of signing on, oh my God. I kid you not, right? If I have to speak to them every single day, or at least once a month, which I'm having to at the moment, not once a month, but as I started this month, 
it would turn me mad. It would, it, I, I would be an angry person. It'd be like dealing with my ex-wife every single day. Computer says, no, no, you can't do that. They want me to go, they want me to travel down to Gravesend, right? I don't know how far that is in a car. I don't know how expensive it will be in a taxi. I know it will be quite expensive in a taxi. 40 quid, 50 quid. But they're going on, they're going on about how much money I'm spending on taxis. <laughs> they're complaining about the fact that I spend too much money on taxis. But then they're making me, they're making me travel. How far to get a taxi to get to Gravesend? I'm like, I've got a job centre. 10 minutes that way, you know, like literally, or oh, you know, how about that way? Why do I have to go all the way to Gravesend? You sent me to Dartford last week. It was last week they sent me to Dartford. Oh, this is where we this is where we do the sorting of this stuff. We, I'm like, well, sorting of what? Like, you've got my receipts, you have you can do a Zoom call. Why are we not? Why would we not do a Zoom call? No, can't do a Zoom call. It's at 1.30 in the day. I turned up to this one last week. The bloke didn't even turn up for his interview. Didn't even turn up. It's it like I was, he wasn't even turning up. So I was like, All right. So I've, I've offered a Zoom call now. I see where we go with that. But then talking to them, they speak down to you. They make you feel like you're a fucking degenerate. And I'm saying to them, look, I wouldn't. You should see my. You should see my um, my let my my um, because you got the journal. You get this journal, right? And uh, I fucking I rip it to him. I rip it to him. I've got done a podcast about it, so we've recorded it on a podcast. But let's just give you a bit, bit, a little bit. Um, but this meeting, oh, I had to be this. Well, that's one of the polite ones. That was one of the polite ones. All right, there you go. Look, I can't believe I said it. Right, sorry. What shit are you spouting on about? You must think I'm stupid. <laughs> Ninety minutes travel. 90 minutes travel time for one hour appointment. I attended and I attended an appointment two weeks ago in Dartford. Why can't I go back to Dartford? Why do I have to travel this far? And then she, they come back and they let you answer the question. They give you Boris Johnson. They give you the Boris Johnson, the old Boris Johnson. The old Boris Johnson being, they answer part of your question. They don't even answer part of your question. They just answer what they like. Yeah. That's funny. When they do the old Boris Johnson on you. You've probably got an ex-wife or an ex-partner, ex-boyfriend, ex-husband. I'm just being careful with the gender, the, you know, gender thing there. So I'm trying to be conscious of that as well these days because that is quite, you know, it's not just, it's not a gender thing. It's never just gender. It's it's behaviour. Yeah, you can get you get good men, you get bad men. You get bad women, you get good women. Simple. Right? So it's not really about gender. But anyway, if you've got, if you probably got one of these, when they give you the Boris Johnson, when, they, when you ask a question, you write a letter, whatever it might be, and they don't give you the right answer. I know, well, yeah, thanks, Mark. It would be much easier. It would be much easier to learn to drive. And that is why I'm investing in myself to learn to drive. I've got a client that keeps telling me, you've got to learn, you've got to, learn to drive, Jason. I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a Land Britta, first of all, and then I'm going to get road safe on that if I don't kill myself in the meantime. Not intentionally, but crashing it or anything like that but it could happen um and then you know, obviously have a bike accident that'd be a nightmare that'd be a proper nightmare because i'd be dead no one wants that no i don't want that anyway um and then i'm gonna get a car because that, i need to i need to get a car i fucking need to get a car it'd be much easier life would be just so much more simpler yes the roads were a safer place without me on them now admittedly i've done a few lives recently and i've done um and I've got a bit drunk. On once a month, I'll make sure I get drunk. Once a month, it's my priority. You know, let's just put it like that. It's my priority to get drunk once a month, because let's be honest, I used to get drunk quite a lot. So I can't. And I'm supposed to be still rock and roll, so I can't really not get drunk, even though even though now I'm not a beer for two days. I know. No beer for two days. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, I'm looking at the box. I'm looking at this box of beer. And it's like, nah, it's not feeling it. Just not feeling it. So my body just, see, it's my body just saying, doesn't want it. So anyway, fuck, 23 minutes. And um, that's 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 the thing. So the DWP, DWP employees, anyone who works for the government, excluding NHS staff, anyone in the public sector, 
you're probably working there because you don't like life or you've been kicked out of private because you've given such shit service or you may love your job i've seen people in the private sector that be well suited in the public sector proper like bods my reason my area manager for wh smith travel what was his name i can't remember his name he was like a little weasel like this little glasses and it he tried sacking me on the spot little fucker i went to a, we went to um we went to a um we didn't go to conference it was a conference free bar free bar jason conference it, it, jesus let's put it like this anyone with a free bar back then there wasn't much bar left that jason didn't drink and and that was on top of what he was drinking beforehand before he even got to the bar yeah so you can imagine that that got messy but i started dancing on the table. we're dancing and was banging the tables and whatnot and wh smith lot wh smith travel wh smith full stop people who work there people who work there are like they're of a certain caliber of um if they're young they're a certain type of person they're either at university or college and don't they're only doing this to get a job and it's they're not their priority if you're an older person there you started as a as a university student and you're still there now you're probably either going to be getting paid a lot of money because back then you were getting paid loads of money and you're on an old contract and i bet your heart is not in it therefore your heart is not in it it reflects into your team and your team do not give the service and they don't give a shit because the surroundings are shit and that gives the whole shit customer experience but that's what's happening with you've got these people who work in w smith i've told that loads of them and that's the problem with the business we've got jk there who's, who's brilliant and she she puts life and soul into people but yeah this weasel tried sacking me on the spot i was recording him he didn't know i was recording him um on my phone i've got an ex-wife fucking hell you i'm fucking fast fingers like yeah, he's, he's having a go he's sacking me he's sacking, record i'm listening to record record yeah yeah carry on, carry on. record it all and, and i'm recording phone calls afterwards as well back then i had the recorder app back then it worked i don't think it works anymore um but then, yeah, so I got my job back, got my job back. They fucked up big time because they gave me a different payroll number. That fucked up my tax, as I've learned um, recently. So, yeah, that's a bit of a mess as well. Thanks, W.O. Smith Travel. I really appreciate that. Some half-hearted fucker in payroll fucking up and leaving me to deal with it. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's that. But that's the type of people you get working for these types of businesses. They shouldn't be allowed to get a job and they're going to be they're going to be the same people that are going to be complaining when the robots come in and, and they take their jobs if you could do your job good in the first place people would be using the internet if people enjoyed what they do and that's why and that's why i loved retail and that's why i loved doing the job that i was doing because and that's why i was successful in the job i was doing and that pissed my regional managers off big time because i was i've got a bit of a gobshite on me and because I knew I was good, and I know I am good, and my numbers weren't lying, and my team were happy, and we were controversial, and we would go out and fucking do what we wanted. On the shop floor was my stage, so I'm dancing on tables, and having a laugh with customers, telling jokes, treating it like it was down the pub, and giving customers a great experience, keeping it real. The regional people didn't like it because I'm too noisy and blah, blah, blah. But customers loved it. And MPS scores always fucking through the roof, everything was brilliant. And that's why I was good. And that's why I was good at my job. That's why I won awards because I enjoyed it. So if you're going to do something, enjoy doing it. If you're going to talk into a, this, like this now, enjoy talking to yourself because no one else will listen. I enjoy it that way. I'll talk to you. If you don't like it, you can switch off. But at least I'm talking. You see, as a man, we need to talk. <laughs> we always need to talk. I was saying to a lot of men the other day, um, and a lot of men the other day like we, you know, that, that's what kept me alive that's what's kept me alive talking into podcasts talking into cameras but no one's there but more importantly talking to customers hey, I, there's not a single customer that i would talk to and that's what i'm I do I, I get carried away when i'm talking to clients as well that i just talk tell stories about like life and my life and relate my life to their situations and blah 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 that seems a little bit selfish but it's not. It's trying to make them understand that what they're going through is normal. And, and I can relate to that because I've had a similar sort of experience. So I tell them everything, yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. You can keep it real. Keep it real. Keeping it real. So 
that's the problem with DWP staff. But then I thought about it, it's not just DWP staff, it's everyone. Everyone who works for a public sector company. You shouldn't be doing it. You're going to be the first ones that they practice the um, robots on as well, aren't you? Like the android men and women that are going to be taking over the world, like Terminator, in a few years' time. You heard it here first. We saw the Terminator film first, but I'm going to, I'm going to predict that that happens. Um, cyborg's going to take over everything. We're all going to be fucked. I'll be dead by then. So, wink, wink, I'll be dead. Not That's not intentional, but 20, what, 2050, 2060? I expect to be dead by then. Hopefully, at least, anyway. Or maybe they might keep me alive because maybe I might never die. die. I'm just going to keep biting my tongue. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, public sector people, complain when you have lost your jobs. My door is open for you. Um, that's that. So, romance. Oh, this is good. This is good. Romance and how, how to not hold down a relationship or how to hold down a relationship whichever floats your fancy and if you're not even looking for a relationship how to find the love of your life if you really want it i asked for some suggestions and this is what they gave me and this is what i took at the time i'm thinking about it now i'm thinking Bit tough, bit tough. So how to hold down a romance? You're asking the wrong person. What happened the other day? Do you know I've told you all about the the um the young woman that I met on um I wasn't young, it was three years, two years younger than me. Um on Tinder. Right. So you think Tinder, you think, yeah, great. I don't think I, I'm like, stop, I don't want sex. Don't want any more babies and that really puts women off women are so disappointed with that it's like sorry darling look why don't you just put a condom on because you might put a fucking hole in it you might put it take care of your own why would i buy, why would I buy condoms if i'm not planning on having sex plus you don't get in the shower with your wellies on do you anyway anyway so as i was saying how to hold down a relationship. I, don't know, I lost one. I didn't really lose one. It was never been one anyway. But I was talking to this bird, whatever, woman, and she was a bit needy. And I was saying, I said it to a few of the people I was talking to, because obviously I get advice for, for these things, as anyone should. And I'm like, talking to people, a few people said, now, Jason, you've got to see the signs. You've got, she's, she's a bit of a, bit of a, just a bit needy. Yeah, two arms there, a bit needy. So I was like, all right, fine. I didn't listen to them. I don't listen to anyone. I'll do what I want anyway. I forgot to call her once. And then she sent me a message the next day and she was like, yeah, I think the fizz has gone out. The fizz has gone out. The fizz was never in. But okay, fine, we'll keep it that way. The fizz, fizz went, I said, look, I was just looking forward to seeing you on Sunday, but that's fine. Stars and the moons, stars and the moons, it was not supposed to be. Let the stars and the moons do their thing, man. I don't care. Just let the stars and the moons do their thing. So that's what we did. The stars and the moons do a thing, and it wasn't to me. And I'm cool with that. Do you know what I'm cool with it? Because there's no child involved. I can fucking walk away. Don't have to be emotionally committed to fucking. A... You can't screw me over. No child. Naked HD X Y and Z. Here goes everyone. If you want. Oh, so I was all about women, and then oh my life. Here we are. We're getting spammed on YouTube. Not oh my life. Jesus Christ. We talk about women, and that's what they do. It's like, it's like the robots listening to us. Damn it. But anyway. Oh my fucking life. How do you stop that? Typical. How do you how do you do that? How do you like block user? There you go. Fuck you, you tit. There you go, it's blocked. That was easy enough, wasn't it? Don't talk about that again. So obviously some key words here that, that everyone's listening to. Like you say the word X and next thing you know, you get spam someone spamming you for your for your naked HD XYZ. Hey, girls want everyone, even at you. Anyway, so how to hold down my ship? Find someone that you like, yeah? And you don't have to like them necessarily physically. I mean, they could, don't, don't get me wrong, don't want a fucking dog chewing a wasp, you know? That, don't, definitely want to, uh, don't want to, don't want to, no. I'm joking. There's beautiful things in everyone, yeah? 
everyone is beautiful find someone that you get on with you connect with and you and you can have a debate with without raising your voice it is true what they say you can have a shit relationship and i had one of the worst in the country at the time i think it's probably worse that have taken over since then but at the time and it's still pretty dire now let's be honest yeah but you, you cannot say that that was me or her that was the relationship that was two people who just did not and do not get along and i now furthermore forevermore if i'm on tinder and I'm, whatever i'm like if, if i see a taurus fuck that if i see a taurus i am going nowhere next to it it could be that it could be the most beautiful woman in the world if it's a taurus no ex missus ex-wife taurus father taurus born exactly the same day as lindsay taurus probably born exactly the same time as well in fact i wish i could get them two together they'd make they'd make devil children but anyway that's about that so um those two i'm not telling you side jason stop chimp stop bertie needs to sort himself out chimp paradox you need to read that book it done loads for me and a regional manager that did not like me didn't like the way that i just spurted things out and sometimes quite rude things and he said just read this book jason read this book matt arnold matt, matthew arnold biggest steroid taker you've ever seen in your life built like a fucking johnny bravo i bet he has a penis the size of a maggot but yeah anyway um yeah so he um he he said read this book so i read the book it's probably one of the only books i've read ever from beginning to end it's one of the few um i normally get them to listen to them. i'm lazy they listen they listen to so i read the book and i understood and i've begun begin to understood i've begun time I've begun to understand the impact of our emotional sensory part in our brain here at the front so i think it's at the front or in the middle here but um ultimately i've got a chimp called bertie right and sometimes bertie can fucking lose his bag big time and you know them them uh them wind up chimps that you used to get back in the olden days if you're if you're young or that you you are because most of my audience are between 31 and 43 most of them there's obviously other categories in there but that's the most little little pointless pointless fact there for you um but yeah so chimps and they go the tambourines that chimp is in my brain yeah and we've all got it we've all got a chimp all of us i'm just aware of it you probably aren't aware that you've got a chimp there but you are aware that there is an emotional part of your brain that kicks in when the emotion is high and that can if you do not control it have a negative impact on relationships it has had many on mine that's that's for sure um and i take responsibility for that but i don't know where i was going with this again lost my point again but there you go how to hold that relationship make sure you you, you would not be the tourist if you're a scorpio because that is never going to work um, communicate make sure you because look i've had relationships since and even and, and arguing with even when i've argued with them is they never they never been never 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 been as bad as lindsay and that wasn't this lindsay's fault that was but it wasn't her fault necessarily it was equally my fault also but it was our cultures she's london i was countryside she wouldn't say sorry i would um She'd moan about everything. I wouldn't. Um, it was the combination of our characters that were not compatible. So if your characters are not compatible, then you're going to get on. So if you're arguing in the early days of your relationship, or you're feeling uncomfortable early days in your relationship, little hint for you: don't get married to them like I did. Um, don't get married to them because. That would be expensive, very. And definitely don't get say, set a relationship with them, and definitely don't have children with them, because you're going to ruin your kids' lives. I guarantee. I think yeah, it's not ruin their lives, but you're not going to have a positive impact on them. Let's put it like that. You're going to have a positive impact, that's for sure. 
So yeah, that's a little bit about relationships. I'm a little bit over, a little bit over one. Eight minutes, I pulled that back. That's quite good. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. I know there's only a few of you. Le- oh, it's come back. What the fucker? He's come back. Little fucking shit. Block you, mother. An error occurred. Why would that occur? It's because my internet's rubbish now. It's probably just come back with something else. That's why. Or maybe it's just come onto my screen now. Block. And ever occurred. Try refreshing the page. I don't. Try refreshing the page. What's going to happen to the live? I don't know. Who knows? It can't continue, surely. Block. I can't refresh the page. Well, maybe I can. If I come off, I'm going to come back on. Changes may not be saved. Oh, there we are. Okay, now look. There's my there's my cotton behind me there, my green screen, and I'm still sort of quite pink, aren't I? Still quite pink. <clears throat> it didn't make any difference. I think it maybe already blocked. Maybe that's what he's already got there before. Who knows? Who knows? But let me put my little uh, brick wall up because the brick wall is quite funny. I like that. I like the brick wall. I like it. I like it. There you go. There you go. A little bit of brick wall. I like it like that. I like it like that. I like it. I like it like that. Um, so there you go. Right. So that's a bit about that. So how do you find love? How do you find love? So I've already spoken about that a little bit. I've already spoken about that a little bit. Oh, the section about the boys have to be a narcissist. It's for anyone who's a narcissist. I'm not bringing, bringing gender into it. Come on now. I'm a father's rights campaigner. But I'm also a realist. I'm also a realist who lives with it every and, and and probably to a certain extent grew up with it as well. Because if you think about it, boys naturally are more narcissistic as you're growing up. We don't think of it as narcissism. But this is going to rewind. I'm rewinding. Rewinding. Digress. <clears throat> I'm seeing a lot more, and I saw a TikTok earlier, and it's and and. Stoic, I can't remember his, what his name. I saw it. He's very good though. He used to be in the army. He's got um he speaks a lot of, a lot of sense. And um he is uh his name Stoic Stoic or something begins with an S. He's, he's one of the three people I follow on um on uh TikTok, which coincidentally has thirty thousand people in it now. Thirty thousand people watching the crap that I put out. I know right. Shame I can't get that sort of audience on here. 15, 20? Doesn't matter. But ultimately, what I'm saying is, uh, he's on TikTok, so go and find him there. If I, his, I don't know his name, so just find, look at who I follow, and then there's one of those three. So it begins with an S. But ultimately, he said, and I've seen a lot more, he's right, I've seen a lot more advertising and a lot more people talking about child-to-parent abuse. Yeah? Are we holding that thought there? Because parent-mother abuse. What is it with mums? Why is it? It's probably the same mums, right? It's probably the same. It's probably the same mums, right? That have got their fucking ex-husbands cut it off. I can imagine my ex-wife doing this to my daughter, right? They are. It's abuse is wrong, absolutely. If there's and and a few weeks ago, my daughter got into fisticuffs with her mum. Her mum kicked her out of the house before school. I had a nap. I missed the phone call. Some people will know how bad it is when I've missed a phone call. 
I went out searching for her that morning when I got the, when I when I woke up afterwards. I went out looking for her. I finally found where she was. She was. I had to think like her, and that's how close we are. That's how good we are. Yeah, I had to think like her, and we had. And I think what I do, and, I, and it led me to where she was. Not many people can do that. I can do that with my daughter. That's how close we are. Right. We're that close without even seeing each other. Without spending that much time together. That's how close we are. But we found her anyway. We found her. I found out what's going on. She told me everything that was going on. I've said to her, like, she needs to be careful because her mum might do, you know, behaviour. She's done it with me. She could do it with you. She's already saying, she's already treating her the same way as she treated me, saying the same sort of stuff. Making people, yeah, it's disgusting. But ultimately, ultimately, it's not just happening in that household. I use that as an example of my own because it's not right to speak about anybody else's. But it's been more and more reported that parent to child to parent abuse and it's being recognized. And it's being recognized. So the children are getting arrested and charged potentially with being a perpetrator of domestic abuse against generally will, will be the mother. But parental alienation is not seen as abuse. It's getting considered to be seen, but it's not seen. So the, generally in these situations, and there's not enough evidence to back this up, there's not enough stats to back this up. But I have a theory, and it's just my theory. What it will be is you will see in these households where the children are um, alleged to be uh, perpetrators of domestic abuse, you will see the pattern that will be the dad won't be involved. The mum will be generally the same mum that put the allegations against the dad. What they've done and what these women don't seem to realise, and men and dads, less dads granted, but it's still there. What you what you realise is, oh, this dickhead is come back. What you'll soon begin to realise is, um, is the parents, the mum, who's bringing up these children, who has alienated you from their life, well then has taught these her children, child, children, um, her behaviours, and she's normalised them. And the little boy may have normalised these behaviours, and the little girl, oh, about 10 kids, what about the really meaty, so hyper, hypothetical, made-up situation, right? Uh, I'm from a council state, council state kid, so I can say the joke, right? So, so council state family, she's got 54 kids, yeah? She's had 82 husbands, a few of them couldn't get it up, <laughs> couldn't work. Oh, huh. um, and ultimately, out of these 54 kids, they're all two years old, or they've all, they've all been born within the space of a month of each other, yeah? So this is not about any given situation. They've all been born within a month of each other, so they've got loads of kids. And ultimately, the dad isn't around because she's been, he's been alienated from her life. These children grow up to be physically stronger. They don't think that when they're doing all this stuff as a child, do it as a dad, yeah? Or let's tend to it to the other part to the other party. They don't seem to think when they've done that to me, for example, who's witnessing that? Oh, oh my daughter. Oh, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh. And then when that, that child observes that behavior for years and years and years and years, and then normalizes that behavior. And then it starts using that behavior on the person. Treating that person who's, this is a learned behavior, treating that mum, their mum, the way their mum has treated their dad. Because it's a learned thing, don't forget, yeah? And how that parent has treated other people. So the child now has observed and learned and normalized this fucked up behavior and then starts treating their mum that way. The mums don't like it because ultimately 
it's not a nice behavior. It's not a nice way to be. Bit more time again. It's not, it's not nice. It's not a nice thing. So why then are you then now going to title the child as, an, as a domestic abuser, but there's still nothing done to the mum or the, or the person that, that's the narcissistic behaviors for alienating the dad in the first place, having alienating behaviors and narcissistic behaviors, which is child abuse. Parental alienation, in no other terms, is child abuse. It's simple. People hate it. Women hate it. Mums hate it when you put that on their fucking statements. They hate it. Oh, but child abuse. You fucking are. You're abusing your child. Psychologically and emotionally, you are abusing your children. And believe it or not, when they grow up and they get, and because right now they're only 18 months old and they're gargling and they can't even fucking read them right. When they get old enough and they have a voice and they see you and they learn these behaviors because kids are innocent. Kids are innocent. We, they, we teach them everything they know. So whose fault is it that you're getting treated that way? Oh, but it'd be my fault. Because, oh, she saw it when she was, no, no, no. That stops. That stopped when we separated. You had the chance to, you know, clean break and blah, blah, blah. It's my fault. It's going to, always going to be the person. It's always going to be the dad's fault. Always going to be the dad's fault. You need to accept that. It's not, it's not your fault, really. Except that you're going to get the blame for it. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm still the one that puts money in a bank every week. I'm still the one that knows loads about da da da. Yeah, so it, it, as long as you've got that relationship with your kid, giving them the space and the freedom to um, ideally respect their mum, but then it's not this my situation. This is a recognised thing. It's going to get recognised even more. Why are we not treating parental alienation like a crime? If we're going to be if we're going to be saying that children are going to be getting are going to be getting labelled as abusers when they're learned behaviours that they've learned generally from the parent who is residing with the child, who has generally displayed narcissistic behaviours and alienating behaviours to the non-residing parent throughout the duration of their life, and the courts do nothing about it, and then they're wondering now why. They're getting a whole, going to get a whole load of generation of the kids are going to be beating up their parents. It's not rocket science, is it? I mean, I didn't spend years at university or fucking that shit to learn that, did I? But then the funny thing is, what's so funny about it is the people that are doing it, the mums that are doing it, the dads that are doing it. They don't see it. They don't think that far ahead. I was saying to someone tonight, you're thinking future. You're thinking your parent is like, how you parent is you're thinking, you're thinking future. You're taking boundaries. You're teaching this, you're teaching that. And the kid's like a five, six year old kid. And it's like, I'm like, that's bang on. I'm thinking that's brilliant. I think fair play. Because that kid is switched on. That kid knows what he's, he knows about boundaries, knows everything. There's nothing wrong with that. But because the other parent doesn't like it, same as my, my situation, I say go to this school, I'll go to that school. I didn't get a say in the school, so I got to say nothing. I got, didn't get a say in GCSEs, got said nothing. I tried putting my opinion in. Lara was like, no, daddy, no, daddy. I'm doing it with mommy. Fine. But do you know what? What school is she at now? After going to year nine at the school that she wanted, the school that I suggested. Mm. Anyway. That's the point. That's what I want to go back to. Parental alienation is not a crime, yet they're considering making children criminals based on the title they're going to give them as abusers of domestic violence because they've perpetrated domestic violence against or domestic abuse against the residing parent, which is generally going to be the mother, the same mother who made these claims against and alienated behaviours against the ex-partner, who taught the child the behaviours in the first place, can't cope with, with the behaviours that, she that she's taught being used against her. I said that quite fast on purpose there. And, it, and Facebook caught it all. It's quite clever. Yeah, so that, I think that takes me up to about nearly an hour. Oh, I'm so good at this. I'm getting good at keeping to the time. I'm getting good at this. So 
that was really meant to be a section for the narcissists, really. We're talking about narcissism and then we went back onto, which was about narcissism, behaviors that are narcissistic. Um, yeah, that's that. I think that made a lot of sense. And that's something I'm looking into. I'm looking into a lot of this child parent abuse because the stats on that in years to come are going to be phenomenal. It's going to be deep man, because I bet you, I mean, I'm going to put a bet on it now. In fact, I'm going to go to Ladbrokes and say tomorrow, I'm going to put a pound on, and I'm, I'm going to put a pound on to say in 30 years time, the statistics for parental, for, to, for child to adult, child to parent abuse is going to be perpetrated higher in the families that have got separated parents from them. And the mum and, and the main victims are going to be the same mums that made out that they were the victims against uh, their, pet, their their husbands. Don't get me wrong, many of them are going to, you get many real abusive situations, I get that. Um, but you get a certain type of woman um, who, or man, who, um, a certain type of person um, that behaves a certain way, which is nothing short of, other than narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll say. And I'm saying on time, five minutes to fill the air. Could fart for five minutes. Don't know if I can do a, fart, a five minute fart. Then I can. Um, nope, not gonna do that. But look, thank you to Naked HD XYZ. Here goes, want everyone, even you. Oh, wow. Be sure to check that out, folks. If you want your phone hacked and whatever else that might be. Um, so tomorrow, court today, court a few hours time, three hours. Get a taxi picking me up. I feel sorry for my neighbours because they can't be hearing me, can they? Fuck it, I'll pay the beer. Yeah, so that's it. Filling the air, we're done here. Peace and love. Tomorrow, if you're in court tomorrow, um, make sure you've got your Ganesha with you. Make sure you take your big Ganesha with you. It can be tiny, small Ganesha, and it will fucking be massive. Make sure you've got that with you. Make sure you've got your positive attitude. Make sure you be polite. And make sure, make sure that um, if you are um, in court or having a meeting with a professional, well done to the person I'm speaking to today uh, who had um, a meeting with social services yesterday and nailed it and nailed them to the floor. I think a few of them are still on the floor now, professionally and beautifully and they weren't expecting it. Phenomenal job. Um, do the same thing. If you've got an interview with professionals, be professional. Don't let the emotion get hold of you. Um, treat it like a, a, a business transaction, someone at work you don't get on with. Treat it right. Don't let the emotions get on top of you because they want that. And even when they're asking you silly questions, like, so... If you could change anything, what would it be? Um, let me think. Let me think. I'd like you to do your jobs properly in the first place. Would be the first thing I say. Do your jobs properly. Have contact with my child. Oh yeah. <sighs> was that social workers? Or was that public sector? Oh, it is. Oh, it is social workers, public sector. Level of service? Do we get there? What we were saying at the beginning, anyone who works for a public run section, a public run business for the government, their leaders, look at, if you look at the leaders, that's what you get in, that's what you get when you're working down the troops, the leaders, the people in power, and that's what you get down on the ground. Social workers, look at them. Kafka's officers, very few good ones. Judges. I'm going to say there's more good ones than bad in my experience anyway or maybe that's how we maybe that's how we treat the judges maybe we, we treat them to, see this is what's confusing me because everyone's like chasing that wasn't that bad that wasn't that bad chasing that wasn't that bad how do we, how, how do we get to the end of this whole process and it wasn't that bad because you treated them with respect and unlike me at the beginning of my situation 2013 2014 I didn't treat anyone with respect. I didn't treat any judges, judge backhouse. I didn't treat her with respect. I did it towards the end. 
and she saw the change in that um and I definitely didn't treat social service with respect or kafkas with respect i knew they were taking cocaine with mike's wife so 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 and that's what that got proven as well so um there's certain things that you that i regret but i wouldn't change but the reality is if you're in there tomorrow anywhere tomorrow hold your cup hold your own and i credit ryan i'll say this to everyone ryan i'm not gonna say his name but he was the only he's the only person that went to court with um shorts i know he went to court in nottingham the shorts shorts and a shirt i'm there like i mean i wear my levi's and parker and whatnot but he's going in there with his shorts i a shirt on at least he's going in there with his shorts he done a beautiful job he held he took his time yeah and the biggest advice i can give anyone who's in court whether you're being uh cross-examined by anyone or getting asked a question by anyone listen to the whole question Take 15 seconds to absorb the question. If you don't understand the question, ask them to repeat it. Answer the question with as few words as possible. Ideally, yes or no. Um, but yeah, be honest, be pure, always be honest. Even if it means throwing yourself under the bus, always be honest. Because I would much rather be a credible witness than an, a, a witness that's not credible. And we've had a few, I have loads of those, loads, because of the, the way we do it. But um, yeah, peace and love. It's now one o'clock on the fucking knot. And then um, it's, like, it's like I've scored a goal. Yes. I managed to keep it on time. Unless I was carrying on talking, in which case I'm fucked. But I'm going to go. So um, thanks for watching. Peace and love. Lars Glove. Look a bit peachy. Um, and uh, see you later, Mark. Good luck, mate. And uh, have a good day tomorrow. I'll speak to you soon.